Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So it's something I like to go over. Um, you know, I like to try to go over different types of concepts. Um, but I will say during these inflationary crazy times, because there's going to be some crazy times, uh, look, we can't rely anymore on the possibility of, and how do I word this? Because I'm trying to word this in a way that makes sense. We're, uh, we're definitely in inflationary times, and it's, it's not good. It's not good at all. Um, and, and the reason I'm talking about inflation today um, is because every dollar you save in the next two years, one year, even three years, is going to be absolutely worthless. Um, well, I wouldn't say absolutely but pretty worthless. Um, and the reason I'm talking about how worthless the dollar is eventually going to be is very simple. We have to consider this pure, simple fact. Um, Biden is printing tons of money. The Fed is printing a ton of money. And, and, and as, an, as somebody who studied a decent amount of economics, I could tell you right here, right now, it's not looking good. Um, you know, the, the, the numbers the Fed has been putting out, like Janet Yellen, uh, Jay Powell, or whatever his name is, Jerome Powell, or whoever the hell is, I, I don't keep up with all these names, but the numbers that they're stating are wrong. Inflation's a lot worse, and it's going to get worse. So the problem is you can't print your way out of a problem. You can't print, your mo- you can't print money to solve the problem. It's just not going to work. Uh the problem is all of our bonds, anybody who's a bondholder is fucked, by the way, just because the level of money they've been printing, it's, it's, it's bad. Um, look, inflationary forces, they're, you can't avoid inflation. That's just a matter of fact. You can say that you can avoid inflation, but you can't. Inflation's not transitory, especially when you're printing the level of money that you're printing now. You know, the amount of new dollars that have come into circulation overall in the past year, year and a half to a year and three quarters, however many years it's been since we've been printing so much fucking money, especially during this COVID crisis, we're only putting ourselves into a bigger hole. We're making our dollar, which is, which is already worth less and less to begin with because we have so many in flow and in circulation that we're just over, we're doing what Germany did in the 30s. And, and the reason this is so frustrating to me is because I've studied enough history to know that when you keep printing money, you get, you get situations like the situation that happened back in the day with Germany. You get situations, I mean, we're becoming Germany, you know, in like Germany in the late, the late 30s, right? When they kept, they debased their currency so much it wasn't backed by anything but false government promises, just like the way the U.S. dollar is, that eventually it became worthless. They just wanted to burn it in the streets instead to keep warm. It was a bad time. And then came along, uh, and then came along somebody who provided them a sense of hope, which was Hitler, sadly enough. 
The point I'm trying to make is if we debase our currency any further, it's going to be we're going to turn into eventually a third world country. We are really trying. These are trying times because, you know, the more money you print, the more of a gap you create between the rich and the poor in the middle class. The middle class and poor, I consider to be in the same exact boat, the same exact problem. Middle class people typically rely on their jobs, right, to make all the money they need. The problem is the wage in, the wage increases will not will not will not compensate for the for the dent it'll create in I'm trying not describing this very well. Hold on, let me think about this real quick. Um, what I'm trying to say is the reason the rich stay rich is because they have assets that are inflation proof and <laughs> they don't save cash. Middle class people save cash. Poor people spend money like crazy, and they're always in debt uh, for a bad thing. So what I'm trying to say is middle class and poor are virtually in the same category of they will be the ones who get fucked really, really hard because of all the money printing. The more money printing the, uh, the Fed does, the more it affects people who actually save money like the middle class. The problem is it's a bad idea, and it's always been a bad idea to save money. In fact, you shouldn't, you shouldn't even hold on to cash. Is quite to be quite frank. In fact, I feel stupid. I feel like an idiot for holding on to cash. I really, really do. Um, and I basically put all my money into assets as much as I can. Different types of assets that'll always be growing. It'll always because look, that'll always be inflation proof. Because stocks are virtually inflation proof. Real estate's inflation proof. Gold now hyperinflation's a different is a different animal. Hyperinflation's bad, and if we get to the point of hyperinflation, there may be no turning back. Um, Jack Dorsey uh, recently tweeted, t- talking. He, was, he 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 made a tweet where he's talking about hyperinflation, and I agree with him. Hyperinflation is not pretty. It's not pretty for anybody. But we keep printing money at a historical rate, and we keep printing all these bills, these new trillion dollar plans, the Build Back Better. It just it's it's all bullshit. It's just the government trying to overstep their bounds and creating more problems. The problem with government is that they are the problem. You know, they're not the solution. You know, for every solution the the government provides, it creates five more problems, maybe 10, maybe 20, or maybe an infinite amount of problems. And it's it's an endless loop of of additional problems that capitalists might have to solve. (laughs) The problem with government is government is, um, it attracts the most incompetent people. And uh, that's the problem. That's why I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a capitalist. Is somebody I will never run for office ever, ever, ever. That is for sleazeballs and people who are good lawyers. The problem is we um we got lifelong politicians in there. It's not pretty. Not pretty. But what I'm trying to get at is that inflation's real. The poor in the middle class will be the ones who will have to suffer because the cost of goods will have to go up because the dollar's not worth anything. The more, the more money you put into circulation, the less it's worth. So that means <laughs> that dollar, while still being a dollar, is gonna, isn't going to have that same buying power, which is why the dollar will become worth less and less and less and less and less and less and less over time because it's not backed by anything. If the, if, if the dollar was backed by gold or something of value, then yeah, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely it would be worth something, but it's not backed by a single thing, so therefore there's no point in, in holding on to it. 
Now, you still need cash because you still have to pay for things, right? You know, but the fact that it isn't backed by anything, huh, that's why you want assets. You want assets that'll produce you an income. Because look, if we decide to go away from cash and do some other currency, uh, whatever assets you hold will, will still be able to be used to buy that currency. The thing is, the assets are really just a, are really just a protection plan against bad times. That's the way you should think of assets. Assets are your shields. And cash is just a liability. But the cash can still be used to get the assets, though. That's the point. You want to use the cash that you have available right now to get the best assets possible. We're talking about stocks. Bonds, I'm going to have to say no. I'm going to have to say maybe get into bonds if they dip. If bond prices dip, maybe you could buy on the dip. But I... I'm still not a bonds guy, especially during inflationary times. It would have to be during deflationary periods, and we're printing too much money for me to be comfortable in saying get to, to, to even tell you to get bonds. You want something that's a growing asset that keeps up with inflation. I don't think bonds keep up as well. So I'm a big fan of stocks, real estate, gold, silver, you name it. Anything that will go up that's inflation-proof. There's plenty of inflation-proof assets, but... Yeah. Um, uh. The point is you got to be a collector of these, right? Now, you know, you know, like there's collectors of Pokemon cards, rare items, um, people who collect like ancient artifacts, I guess, you, you name it. I want you to have that same collector's mentality, but I want you to collect stocks. I want you to still collect real estate. I want you to collect gold. I want you to diversify and expose yourself to as many different asset classes as you can. And what I mean by asset classes is I just mentioned them. Gold's an asset class. Stocks are an asset class. Real estate, even bonds. I may not agree with bonds. They do produce a yield, though. So if you do get high-yield bonds, <laughs> I got to admit, I have so much trouble wanting to believe bonds are a good idea. But look, it's good to be, like I said, it's good to be diversified across all... Um, speak right now yikes it's good to be diversified again uh, across all asset classes you want to make sure that you're you're keeping up with the times you want to make sure that you're there and and i tell you guys this because i don't want you to fall into the what i like to call the middle class and the poor trap the trap is it's it's not how much money you have in your bank quite the opposite it's how many assets do you have that's what separates the rich between the poor, and I consider the middle class to be in the poor, because of the mindset, the mindset of saving is a poor is a poor man's mentality. But the the whole idea of collecting assets that's the key, and I'm so bloody serious about this, like more than anybody could ever realize. I am very serious about the collection of assets and getting them when you can. You don't want you don't want to skimp around this. You want to get as many, collect them. Like it's like a poke, like when you played the Pokemon games. If you if any if there's any millennials in the house or any Gen Zers who still play Pokemon, whatever, it's like collecting Pokemon. You want to collect stocks, real estate, gold. I don't care what you do, do it. Just collect assets that'll hedge you against inflation. Because when when hyperinflation or inflation rears its ugly head, which it already is, you don't want to be left in the dust. So all I all I got to say is the reason the S&P 500 continues to go up the real the reason real estate prices continue to go up 
is because the dollar is becoming more and more worthless every day. And because it's becoming more, more and more worthless and because there's so much in circulation for dollars, that's why everything goes up in price. Because then there's dollars are going around everywhere for everybody. So then the demand goes up while the supply, the supply can't keep up with the demand. So it has to balance out. Inflation becomes permanent. That's the truth. Inflation is a permanent thing. Um, I wouldn't say it's super duper permanent, but I mean, with the amount of money that we printed trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars, I don't have to tell you a trillion is a lot. Trillion, one trillion dollars is a lot of fucking money. Um, and I just want you guys to be intelligent about all this because we're looking, I'm very frustrated as you all can see, very visibly frustrated when I talk about this because I, I, I just, I don't want to see the economy crumble. I want to see people do well. Um, I know we're. I mean, look, we're inflationary time. We're in inflationary times. And if we don't do something about it, if, if, you, if, if people don't rack up on assets, I mean, you're going to be left in the dust. And the only reason I make this is not to belittle anybody, but it's a, it's a, it's a warning. It's, it's a warning because people need to collect the assets that they can, real assets. And stocks are an asset. Real estate's an asset. And look, if you can't afford real estate, that is totally acceptable. That is totally fine. You can get a real estate uh, index fund, real estate investment trust index fund. On, on Robinhood, you can get it on TD Ameritrade. You can get it on fucking public. Any of those brokerage apps. I think you could even put fractional shares last time I checked. And the point is, you can get exposure to massive, a, a massive, a diversified portfolio of real estate, which is the smartest thing you could do. Anyway, I know I've gone <laughs> like the longest rant of all time about inflation and how it's not transitory and how money printing is going to end the economy, which I don't think it'll end it. I think I'm a little, I think I'm exaggerating and I'm being a bit of a diva, but it is definitely money printing, the excessive money printing we're doing, the trillions and trillions of dollars. The only people it hurts the most are the poor and the middle class. The rich are totally fine. In fact, during inflationary timeframes, the rich get richer just to let everybody know. Just as a heads up, the rich only get richer during inflation. So that's just a heads up. Why do you think the government wants to keep printing trillions and trillions of dollars? Because they're all corrupt. And they're really not only not only are the corporations, for instance, in the pockets of the politicians, the politicians are in the pockets for themselves. They know they own stock. They own assets. They're smart about this. And they know that if they can keep printing money, all their positions in the stock market will just continue to go up and up and up and up and up and up that beautiful long ladder. Well, everybody else is going to be sitting back and wondering what the hell's going on. So remember, don't save money. Don't overspend money. Spend money on nothing but great assets that will grow over time that will protect you against the ugly, the ugly monster known as inflation. So anyway. But if you're investing, you won't give a shit because you're going to see everything go up. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's crazy. Yeah, you want to protect yourself against inflation. So do it through stocks, real estate, gold. I'm, I know I'm repeating myself, silver. Um, if you're going to get into bonds, uh, I would probably get TIPS uh, as what is called TIPS. I can't remember what the acronym stands for, but it's basically a way of uh, the principal increases, I believe. Um to compensate for the fact that inflation keeps happening. So the initial principle, so let's say you put in 300, right, into a bond. Um, 
in a tips bond, it'll actually go up to counteract the inflationary forces, and it monitors inflation, which is really nice. So I may not have 100% accurately described what tips is, but it's definitely something to look into and do a Google search. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for taking the time to watch this video. I will try to do a better video. I felt like this one was a little bit shoddy, but I felt like it got the job done overall. And thank you so much, and have an incredible rest of the day. I'll see you guys on the next episode later.